Welcome to the Drawn to Scale podcast. I'm Pablo Cortez. And I'm Analicia Gomez. Uh, our guest today is Toru Hasegawa. Uh, Toru is the co-founder of Morfolio, a software company that reinvents creative processes for architects, designers, artists, engineers, photographers, or any imaginative individual, including landscape architects. Um, Toru, thank you for uh, taking the time to, uh, to join us. How are you? Thanks for having me. We can probably just get into, um, maybe you can talk about the origins of Morfolio and how that company came to be and you know what the company is is doing with their with their software yeah absolutely um so i I understand you guys are both architects as well right in in the interior landscape architects and designers yeah yeah so the co-founders are uh jeff anna and mark and myself and um we we're all architects by training and we all still practice and we've been the in the field as long as you guys as well so the story goes back um almost as far as uh the first iphone so the first iphone came out um we probably all went and bought one i'm not sure if you guys are android fans or iphone fans um but at least uh the co-founders and i were we found we picked it up and um it was this was pre app store pre apps it was still just the iphone and then as they launched the ipad the first ipad so that was two years later and we started to understand there was an app store um and uh we early on this was before morfolio starting uh, i went to buy the first mac i've ever owned because that's what you needed to code xcode and write apps and um it was a, a real hint to, I mean, in retrospect, you can kind of see it, but during the time, it was a, it was like a new web uh, kind of internet frontier opening. So, if you guys were born pre-internet, like how old I am, like you knew, like information was not abundant like we are right now. You had to go find it. You had to dial up, and you know, it was kind of a cumbersome landscape. Um, but the app store was kind of very similar, like no one was there um, and it was kind of free, no big corporations, no big companies, like it was really free territory. And um, that that wasn't really just the reason, but when we found the first iPad, the real estate of a touchscreen that was commercially available, it was, it did kind of hit a, hit a, hit a bell for us, like, oh wow, this could really change how I make stuff. Like us being in the creative world and we'll get in deeper about sketching but sketching is the fastest way to ideate and create ideas and really you know think through problems so that was when the founders kind of all thought well you know we all used autocad and we used you know all the big rhino and all these softwares to design but there wasn't any software that we called apps on the app store because again it was just fresh new new frontier so we just ventured into thinking about what what tools we really wanted for ourselves so that's really the origin of the tool is that we were looking for new ways to improve our creative process or new ways to make things and this device we can call it a platform we could call it you know, a new medium, we can call it many things um, that just landed. And this is over 10 years ago at this point. And uh, we were just kind of dabbling. And uh, one of the few prototypes 
including traits we shared with our colleagues. And uh, the response was just telling for us. We, they, they just said, I need this tomorrow. And this was a beta, if not even, <laughs> it wasn't even close to what we have on the store right now. And people were just like, oh, we, we just need this tomorrow. I don't care, I'll pay you because um, I can use this tomorrow. And that was kind of the origin. And from there, you know, again, us being all trained architects, we had to kind of learn the business of making software updates. And, you know, it kind of evolved from there, like the concept of software had changed to internet distribution. I don't know if you, if you were in the era of like still installing software with CD-ROMs or DVDs, but I lived through that era where, you know, an update was um, a mega stone in the sense that 95, you know, windows and the next operating system was many, many years ahead of you that you were changing softwares. But the app store introduced this kind of whole new way of working with software as well, where updates could be just flying around the world at a moment that you uploaded. So that really changed a lot, but we also learned that process. So that's kind of the origin of Morfolio. It's really, it was the, the, the kind of platform was opened enough for newcomers like us, not knowing how to make software, to be honest. Like I did do a lot of coding for myself in terms of architectural design, but wasn't ever trained to do that. So basically you had this new technology coming around, you had already the different problems that you saw in your industry as an architect. So how then, you know, what do you see as the ideal workflow, you know, between designers and using using your portfolio to produce presentations and designs? So as design, I think any any creative discourse, be it design, writing, sculpture, whatever, whatever that may be, we know it's a very messy process, like almost as messy as, you know, like you iterate, you, you throw away ideas, you come back to them. And what, what was interesting is I think the digital wave of tools really kind of, you know, spearheaded with optimization. So like Word document, the printing, Excel, you know, all these soft presentations, you know, they, they were all kind of trying to be design tools, but actually at the foundation of these tools were about precision and automation. And a lot of the tools meant to be, you know, try to reduce work at that kind of, you know, almost functional level. But as designers, we know like those, we can't really design in CAD. We could, we could, we could actually make documentation really well, but we can't really ideate. And knowing that it's a very messy process, that's where sketching and these kind of really, we, we call it um, ideate at the speed of thought. So when you think something, you need to make it or draw it or you need to output it. And these other softwares are great for the end result, but they're not good for the end result in the sense that you can't sketch really fast or ideate really fast. So that's a long way of saying we need digital tools that are more messy, but very precise, if that makes sense. So the reason why sketching, me meeting the iPad and I Apple Pencil is so powerful is you can maintain that very intuitive input 
with a pencil as you sketch ideas, but yet the power of sending it across the world to wherever your client is, wherever your team is, uh, wherever it needs to be is instant. So it's like the best of both worlds. So you can't really automate creativity yet. That's what everyone says. And I don't see it here yet. So the best workflow for us is, yeah, I, yeah, we could get into that topic too, <laughs> but uh, it's still quite far away. Does that answer your question? Yeah, definitely. So it's definitely more about capturing that process where, you know, you saw the need where there's tools and applications available that kind of show that end result and, you know, the precise final version of what you may be wanting to design, but nothing really, the problem that you saw was there was nothing to capture the process, that creative process of um, kind of working through the problem for towards a solution. Yeah, we were just talking, before you hopped on Tori, we were just talking about that, what that process is for us right now, right? There's that, I, you know, I don't, I don't own an iPad just yet, um, but the process now is we're sketching by hand on trace or pens or paper or whatever. Then you got to scan it in, get it into the, uh, digitize it, right? And then um, either format it into whatever presentation format you need and get it to a client. Um, the the Morfolio app um, kind of cuts that time in half or more, right? You're not going through these different processes. Everything's done on the on the iPad and um, automatically sort of placed in that digital form to be able to just get out right where there's no it, it cuts that time down um you know by, by by a couple of steps i i was i was at a architecture firm long long ago as well and you know your your boss sketches something awesome but you still had to go scan it and then you have you have to kind of make it digital and then then you had to draft it and then you had to there were so many operations that were really unnecessary. And, you know, one, one amazing thing about the devices becoming so powerful is actually it, it does resonate at the, at the level of our perception. And what I mean by that, before iPad or the pencil came out, you know, the refresh rate of screens were very slow, uh, slow in the sense of our perception. It was enough for day-to-day -day work. So um, if you if you saw, you, we can watch movies, we can watch, you know, user interfaces and whatnot. But when you drew a stroke, like a pencil stroke, you saw this lag. I don't know if you were still in that time of when you had these styluses, so-called styluses. They were like, the stroke would be behind by three seconds or something. And that never took off with designers. And it wasn't that the digitization was bad or not precise. It wasn't actually following the speed of thought. So as you were sketching, it, it had this delay that that was a discomfort enough that it didn't pick up in the, the creative world. And then Apple introduced that first iPad. It was fast. It was at 60 hertz, so 60 frames per second. And then with the iPad Pro, they bumped it up to 120 hertz. So that was the highest refresh rate in, in most devices that were interactive like this. And when I first saw it, you could instantly like understand the power of it because your, your delay of a stroke with your pencil was perceptibly hard to tell. I, 
you could you could really focus to try to see the delay but it was at that level that the perception of the digital catching up to your thought was kind of gone and at this point in time it's even more so um, in terms of their display technology maybe you can talk a little bit about what distinguishes Morfolio from other digital design applications you know, we, we usually get categorized in the kind of drawing space and it's fairly so because it's a, it's a sketching platform, but we always try to, um, explain to our users that it's an architect's tool more so because what doesn't happen in other apps is we value the importance of scale. So you can draw, you can bring in uh, Apple map and snapshot in the app and it's already to scale. So if you put down a ruler that there's one of our tools, it will tell you it's 100 feet, 300 feet um, instantly. So as you're drawing, it's to scale. And that's a very important aspect of our tool because we know the end goal for architects or any creative is to actually realize it in the real world. So we need scale. We're, we're, not, we're not limited or the limitation of it in the pixel space is, you know, if the end result is a image for a poster and whatnot, that's fine. But for us, the end goal is to build buildings, build sculptures, build, build products. So that scale is very important. So throughout the app, you'll find these areas that are meant for that. And our tools are around that. Um, other aspects, again, we, we allow for, 3D models to come into the app because we've all experienced how our bosses would, in worst cases, wrap a whole trace paper around the model and start sketching it on it, right? So we would actually, you know, have a model virtually because we could then spin it around and have a million images or view shots, not, no problem. And we'll have sketch it on top. So again, it's really focused around that process of we go between digital medium so frequently now. So be it PDFs, be it 3D models, we wanted that portal to be also open. So again, to iterate, it's not so much of a sketching app per se, but it's really meant to face all these different mediums, architects or creatives face every day. Yeah, that the scale thing is kind of big too, because a lot of times we're working with a scale, right? It's, it's either eight scale, 20 scale, whatever that, the case may be, but you're working in that scale. This, the app kind of does away with that. Now you're just working one-to-one, -one, right? You're not concerned with scale necessarily. It's you're just working one-to-one -one and then whatever, then the output itself can be scaled to whatever scale you need it at, right? It's not like you're going back and forth. It's all done um, in that one workflow. Very cool which actually helps with precision too, because sometimes you run into math errors. I know I sometimes <laughs> will be like, oh, or your, wait, or your that's scale not gets flipped. <laughs> yeah. So it's super helpful. And then I know we talked about the usability on iPads with pencil, um, with Apple Pencil. Are there any other hardware minimum requirements that designers should um, have or operating systems when they want to use this app? You know, we, we strive to be able to be used by as many people as possible from students to, you know, extreme professionals as in, you know, resources, not a problem kind of people. 
Um, so we cater to, you know, be it running from the, you know, the more introductory level iPads as well. So, and you know, Apple just announced yesterday, was it yesterday? I think it was a few days ago. Um, the latest uh, iPad uh, and iPhones that are, you know, the introductory level, but they call it introductory level, but they're pretty much the same spec to the extent that their silicone on them are pretty powerful. And now even the the base iPad, introductory iPad, supports the the Apple Pencil too, I believe. So there there that's pretty much all you need. So there is no real minimum requirement per se. You mentioned you you and the co-owners are co-founders are all architects. Um, are there any sort of examples that people can look to um, of a studio or a designer that um, um, has been using Morfolio? the portfolio ecosystem as their sort of default design workflow that you know about? Yeah, so we, we, I could definitely send you more references. Uh, our community director, Joey, will probably have better um, references for you guys. Um, but, you know, we, we have people who are from big firms to small firms. And again, I think we all share that same kind of workflow nowadays where there's a central server like Dropbox or iCloud or Google Drive and, you know, files are shared between that. And then, you know, you're, well, nowadays we fly less uh, post COVID, but you would have these files, you know, on flights or in transit, markup and sent. Um, so that happens at all scales of firm. And I think that's the beauty of apps is that you know, it's not an enterprise application or it's not just meant for uh, consumers. Like it really adapts to that level because at the end of the day, work is generated by individuals with a team, right? It's, it's kind of a, you still work at your computer and then you have your whole team. So that, that individual interface of iPhones or iPads are very individual and that that's where the app lens really well because you can you can do all these things uh, wherever you are yeah Tori I mean unless there's anything else Anna do you have anything else for Tori well, I mean I, I was just kind of going through I actually had my daughter download the Morfolio journal because she loves to sketch on her iPad so and I saw so you can actually print it when you're done with it is that what I was reading yeah, so it, it's been an ongoing uh, a collaboration with Moleskin that the the framework they're building and we're building with them um, and it hasn't been released yet where you there they were building a service where you can print um, Moleskin products through a printing service. So we were building towards that where you could produce a journal uh, digitally and then you can have it printed physically as a full journal um uh, unfortunately we haven't gotten to that point where it's public yet but that was the the intent you're you're describing in the app is the printability and it lends really well with our workflow as well because you know we keep journals per projects or per per client and um interesting enough like you could have printed one of these journals for a client where a project's all all the project sketches were for example and um it's an app that is, you know, not, not front and center of our product line, but it is one that we have a lot of, you know, users that like it with in conjunction with Trace. So we, we do have roadmaps to 
conjoin them or at least have a good bridge over them so you can either just you know convert your whole trace project collection into like a journal um, and and distribute it and so forth so we again it, it all comes down to you know for, uh, for us is we understand the workflow and the the needs that architects have daily um, we want to target that kind of creative process to be the the main time consumption for ourselves and a lot of these you know not i wouldn't say grunt work but unnecessary kind of conversions or uh cross you know converting should be as less as possible so that's where we strive and trying to head to cutting that workflow time right you're you're speeding up the process in the digital to get everything digitized because in the end i think for the most part we're we're producing digital drawings right like if you get to that to that production level it's um for me it's been 100 percent digital not a lot of plotting at a printer and sending that to a directly to a client right it's all it's all digital based pdfs and whatnot um very cool so uh, you met we anna mentioned journal um there's trace is is morfolio is, is the morfolio app include those separate apps or are these all separate um individual apps so we Morpho yeah, this is kind of the history of Morfolio. Morfolio was the kind of uh, flagship app that started as all these ideas of apps. Um, what ha So another app that we have is Board, which is more for mood boarding or interior designers uh, that, you know, are putting that mood in, in, in these items. And what we found early on, uh, we had packed Morfolio with too much things in the sense that, uh, you know, we, we still probably had the desktop mentality of many, many features, many, many tools, but we quickly understood with apps and you probably shared the same kind of uh, interpretation of apps is that it should do something, one thing really well. So if it's about sketching or ideating, it should do that really well, but not everything in it too too many things but not not a hundred percent so that's where we started to split out these things where journal became more of these you know journal to journal ideas and designs tracing became more about you know the communication back and forth with drawings with your team or client and board became more of this inspirational board platform so that's that's how it became so all the front and the front lines are the three products is morfolio trace board and journal morfolio has now now become more of our umbrella company name um and not so much the app gotcha and these are all available on ios yeah these are all available ios so the only i guess the only one requirement is thir ios 13 and above which i think everyone's up to date nowadays uh it's a pretty high update rate so as long as you have the latest ios you should be good to go yeah, Toru, unless you have anything else with us, I think we can start to wrap things up. We'll include links to the to the app and um, the Morfolio information in the show notes. Um, yeah, unless there's anything that you wanted to uh, get out to listeners. I think that it's a great chance to talk about our product. So, and um, maybe one, one thing we, we do, or, or always encourage our users to reach, reach out to us. You know, I, I think you probably share uh, a same workflow through your podcast. Uh, you know, this user engagement is, you know, it's a new way of 
creating and communicating with a larger group and um, our products evolve with our users so we're, we're not in some office and just typing code to make a product we actually are in very much tight sync with our users because users are almost always right to an extent like our clients <laughs> so we need to have that dialogue going so when if you do um, whoever is, inspires to try it out and uh, use it uh, I'd love to have them reach to us um, and even tell us that they heard through uh, your podcast yeah cool very cool all right well totally thank you again for, and um you know stay warm out there and yeah <laughs> thanks for your time uh, yeah we will <laughs> all, right. all right well thank you guys for the thing. thank you thank you to her.